You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis, and I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. I'm the owner of the Francis Roy Agency here in Niceville, Florida, and our agency is a full-service marketing firm. We like to think of ourselves as a solutionist agency for our clients, so while we offer branding and marketing, we also um, kind of dip into some other solutions for them that are uh, business-related or tied. I thought it would be a really interesting conversation and thought process to talk about the difference between branding and advertising with you today. Our podcast is not about marketing. It's not about branding. It truly is about, you know, small businesses that are hoping to launch, entrepreneurs, people who have maybe thoughts in their brain. They they just can't sleep. They want to create something. And branding and marketing are so much a part of bringing that to life that we thought it would be great to talk about the difference between branding and marketing. I think it's very common to think of a branding as a logo, but truly branding is so much more than that. It allows you to set a strategy. So going through the brand identity process, developing an identity for your business, whether it's a business that currently exists or one that you hope to bring light into the future, starting with branding, which often for for us from a strategic perspective really starts with research. So our processes are research, then we strategize, then we go into um, designing the identity. So maybe building out logo, the narrative, the the tone of voice, the the voice of the brand itself, Um, creating all of these assets then that support the brand, which are utilized in marketing, and then managing those assets. And so really, there are no experts in my in my opinion there are no experts when it comes to not anymore anyway uh things are changing so rapidly it, you know you can you know take sleep 24 hours and wake up the next day and there's new technology there are um, new ideas forming up all the time it's very difficult to have a unique idea But what we hope, especially with the brands that we develop, is that we're providing some foundational elements that allow them to be consistent, uh, consistent with their brand, consistent with their messaging, and uh, resulting in something that's very, very strong and easy to identify for prospective customers and clients, and then one that they're serving already, um, those promises that we make with our brand. Really early on in my career, there was a book, and, and I had just seen it recently. I went to uh, Winter Park, Florida, and stopped at Rifle Paper Company, which is just a great experience. And I love Anna Rifle Bond and, and some of the things that, that she has done with her company through illustrations. And, you know, all of us have these individuals, these creative individuals that we look up to. And uh, she is definitely one of, one of mine. And I was in her store and their headquarters down in Winter Park. And I saw this book again, I hadn't seen in many years called Designing Brand Identity, an Essential Guide for the Whole Branding Team. And I immediately got on Amazon and I bought the fifth edition, which which was the most recent edition, because I, you know, it's very important that we are con- um, consistent in the way that we educate ourselves and ensuring that we are revisiting all of these things that maybe we learned in college or in previous jobs or whatever, 
and we're um, evolving our process a little bit. So Alina Wheeler wrote this book. It's in fifth edition right now. It's one that I highly recommend if you're curious about um, brand identity and what it is. But I do have some highlights here that um, really spoke to me just in you know, and I'm just going to talk about a very small portion of what is uh, presented in the book, but the difference between brand and identity um, in this process. But, you know, there's a, a Brian Resnick said, a strong brand binds us internally and it differentiates us in externally. And that's really what we try to do with our brand here at Francis Roy. You know, it's so when you when you start a business and you bring it to life, it's so easy to develop your brand based on what you like, what you like to see, you know, what's your style. But in reality, you want a brand that kind of, you know, does that. It, it binds you to your team together. It gives you like an internal compass, but truly speaks to um, your desired audience, like who you're trying to sell uh, to, who you're trying to serve in the marketplace, who is your target user persona, and then developing those user personas, which honestly could be a totally another, you know, podcast in itself of itself, but really defining what your brand does well, and then, you know, deciding what you're, you know, maybe you're in a time where you're trying to change your name, or you want to revitalize your brand. So these are not just things you do in the beginning, but you are revisiting them uh, throughout the process. Debbie Millman says, branding is deliberate differentiation. It, you can bring things to the market that are already there. If you're waiting for the next big idea that no one is doing before you create something, um, that's really not, I don't like to wait that long. I don't know if I will ever be able to create something that no one else has ever thought of, especially in this day and age when diversity thought is so diverse and then uh, people are creating new things every day. So I, I don't like to sit on good ideas. I like to go, go, go and, and make them work and really understanding this difference between branding and marketing. So I wrote some notes here because I feel like this just is so important to know. So the difference between branding and marketing, so I'm going to unpack some of this. Branding is the why and marketing is the how. Branding is long-term and marketing is short-term. Branding is macro and marketing is micro. Branding defines your trajectory and marketing defines your tactics. I really like that one and we can talk about that one a little bit more. Uh, branding is the reason why someone buys whatever you're offering, but marketing is probably the reason why they buy from you the, for the first time. Branding builds loyalty and marketing generates response. And then kind of the final one that I, that I felt like is so strong is branding is the being and marketing is the doing. You know, a few weeks ago, I was a part of, um, uh, I got the opportunity to teach the design class for the Niceville High School. And, you know, there are ever, you know, especially a lot of the students that we see coming out of high school, they want to get into marketing. They want to get into marketing, but there's nothing to market without a brand. And for us, the design and the strategy and the research behind bringing a brand to life is what truly provides the foundation for strong marketing. You know, who develops brand strategy? And this is straight from the book. It often takes someone from the outside who is an experienced, strategic, and creative thinker to help a company articulate what is already there. Um, just recently, and I say just recently, but I think it's been a while now, you know, we teamed up with Creative Hustle, Creative Hustle and um, Kimberly Kadena, who was a guest on our podcast and they did our 
you know, kind of brand content refresh, taking a look at our brand, providing us with some strategic insight because that's what we tell our clients that they need to do. And just because we're a marketing agency does not mean that we do not also need to do that. Um, you really need someone outside of the confines of your, or, you know, your group, the company, the company itself to take a look at your brand strategy. Uh, do you need to change it up a little? And we did change ours a little, um, our, the way that we were communicating what we do, um, how much we communicate what we do here at the agency and to whom we communicate all took on a different life after our relationship with creative hustle. That to me is so very important that you bring in someone from the outside. You know, I think that we're looking for new ways to delight customers. You need to, you know, go through this branding process. You want to engage your employees. Our brand from an internal perspective definitely binds our group together, even though it may not be something that everyone from a design, from an aesthetic perspective feels like our Francis Roy brand is, you know, their style. It's brands supersede logos. They are much more than logos. And then our brands also give us a competitive advantage, which is super important. It's so important through the brand identity process that the research is conducted and you start with the research first. Because you want to make it easy for your customer to buy whatever you're selling, you need to know who your customer is. A really great, great quote about branding, and I honestly cannot remember who said it, but brand is not what you say it is, it's what they say it is. So at some point, just being open to the process that yes, you have this company that you want to create and you want to bring it to the market and you have this really great idea, the research, starting with research, whether, and, and that can be focus groups, it can be surveys, it can be, you know, you can hire a research firm to do that for you, however you want to do it. It can be um, a one-on-one -on -one interviews. There are all these different types of ways that you can survey your target audience and then developing your ideal customer, like a, a framework, we call those user personas on who that person is. So when you're speaking to them, when you're creating those marketing touch points, you can pull out the user personas that are relevant to the marketing touch points that you're going to be creating and, and ensuring that you're speaking to that individual on the platforms in which they prefer to communicate and to be sold to. And you know, where are they consuming their media? What brands influence them? What motivates them? What are their goals? What are their frustrations? And giving that target customer a face, a name, um, how old are they? What is their character? That Those types of things. And then uh, developing touch points that make it easy for your sales force to sell. So business development, like what do they need? What assets, assets do they need? Um, to create. There are so many touch points. I made a list because the book itself gives you a huge list of touch points. And we try really hard because we don't always get to do all of this for our the clients that we have, that we represent. We do not get to create every single one of these touch points. I mean, maybe our clients have three or four different agencies and we have social or we have PR, or we have design and someone else has something else. You know, ideally we like to work um, in a holistic manner where we're able to create all of these touch points, but that is not always the case. So I just wanna read through a list of some of these touch points because it's something that you can go to your office or you can sit down today and you can say, am I taking these touch points into consideration? And number one, do we want to create them? Number two, if they are in creation, are they consistent with our brand identity? You know, what does that look like for you? So advertising, I think it's the obvious touch point. It's a thing that most people think about. This is, I would say it's the secondary thing that people think about in terms of marketing after logo development. 
So people always want a sexy logo. Boom. That's like number one. They do not want a headshot. By the way, everyone hates their headshots. They, it's the one thing that people really nitpick about, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But then advertising is the second thing. And there's so much that comes before your paid program so much. And this is a little unpopular, but I will say you need to firm down your organic marketing before you start putting money somewhere. Because if whatever you're working with is crap, putting money behind it is not going to help. You're just paying to push out more crap. Really take a look at what you're doing. Ensure that it's consistent with your brand. And it's not just something that you want to see for the sake of seeing it. You know, it's so fun to, you know, see something on the side of the road that has your name on it or, you know, to create, I still love that. I love seeing our ad in, in publications and things like that, but it also needs to create a conversion for my company. It needs to be worth it. It needs to have a positive return on investment. And so there has to be a why there and it, there has to be a customer journey. How are we ensuring that this is creating a positive conversion for us or a conversion at all? Um, some some other touch points, sales promotions, all of your social networks, which is, you know, a given podcast. So like our, all of the brand identity scene, our podcast is all brand consistent with Francis Roy, uh, your public relations. Are they a brand consistent for you? Uh, your direct mail pieces, your trade show is your word of mouth. You, I mean, word of mouth to me is such an interesting touch point, but are you communicating enough with your customer so that when they provide a referral um, for a potential customer that is on brand, are you communicating in a way that is so consistent that your customers are picking up on that and then they are sharing the good word of your business? Um, you know, that's very, very strong. Um, mobile, everything that's mobile, everything that's video, your presentations and your speaking at your speaker decks. So a lot of people that I know, there are clients that are not our clients. They're, you know, they're asked to be a speaker at your a chamber function or whatever, and you're putting together a slide deck. Yes, you're an individual, but is what you're presenting on brand with the organization that you represent or the company that you own? Not just what looks good in Prezi or PowerPoint or whatever, but is it brand consistent? So thinking of every single touch point that your consumer can potentially see or prospective customer can potentially see could be a branding touch point. Um, it needs to be consistent. Your employees. So your employees are touch points. Um, they're very strong touch points. They have their own sphere of influence and you never know where that sphere of influence will lead you. Um, do they know what your company, can they express what your organization does in a very quick and concise manner and for it to be on brand. Your products, your services, your vehicles. We just recently bought our first Francis Roy fleet vehicle from One Step Automotive. Those guys were amazing here in Niceville and uh, we're getting the, our vehicle wrapped. So your billboards, your business cards, obviously, your letterhead, any apps that you've developed, any publications that you are writing as an organization, your voicemails, your emails, um, proposals, exhibits, your packaging, your signage, your business forms should all be branded, your newsletters, your website, any sort of customer or employee experiences and your environments. And the, this is just, um, it's a rather long list, but an important list of these marketing touch points that are created after the research has been conducted, after you go into strategy and you say, 
okay, this is what we're going to do. This is our point of differentiation that we hope to communicate. Um, this is the business that we want to bring to life. You're designing that identity, creating all of these assets, and then you kind of toggle between um, three and five and, and manage the assets. You're going to change them. Sometimes you'll rebrand. Sometimes you'll give your brand a refresh which we love. You don't necessarily need to do that frequently. And I, that's a whole nother podcast in terms of, you know, how, how often should you rebrand or when should you rebrand? And so I just felt like this, this list was super, super important. Um, and I've got some other things here, but the difference between branding and marketing is so important for all of us to understand, especially if you are on the cusp of, or you are potentially bringing a, a new business into the marketplace, you know, really ask yourself, what solutions are you providing? Not just what you want your company to be named and what your colors. I mean, goodness gracious, that's all important but it truly is not the most important. It's so funny because I am on social media a lot and I'm reading lots of conversations and there's this huge discussion in our account about new businesses that open and people have opinions about, you know, oh my gosh, do we need another chicken place or whatever their opinions are. You know, if you want to see something different, then maybe you should create something different. Bring that to the community and have your opinion be more than an opinion, but a thought process and an idea and some action. Because I guarantee you, when a big chain company comes into a community, they are starting with research. And there is something in that research that says that your community wants chicken. And they're answering call and they're providing a solution. I mean, big brands are really, they make this very, you know, an effort in terms of where they put new locations. Is it always successful? No. Do they start with research? Yes. And so should you. And so should everyone at any scale of business, no matter what size that is, should definitely be starting with research and then developing a strategy. And then if you're not a hundred percent sure and you need some help, there are definitely people out there that this is what they do for a living. It's certainly what we do. And there are a lot of people who are in marketing and advertising and branding and strategy and that nature. And, you know, maybe it is, you just need someone outside of yourself to help you and guide you and bring your dream to life. Thank you so much for listening today, for allowing me a little bit of time to break down the difference between branding and marketing. And if you're at all interested in designing brand identity, I hope you'll check out the book. I'm not an affiliate for Amazon or anything of that nature. It's so funny. I'm like not an influencer at all. I know a lot of really great influencers though. Um, and so I, we, our agency gets $0 for this. We just hope that with each podcast, we're providing a little bit of information, some takeaways, some, something that provides you with some learning, you know, actions that you can put into place. Uh, today that will help you get to wherever you need to be to start that next thing or that first thing or whatever it is that you have in your brain that you want to bring to life. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will subscribe, that you will share our podcast, connect with us on all of our social platforms, and maybe even send us an email at hellofrancisroy.com. Until next time, goodbye.